Yep. Give me a nod yeah, when you're ready. Shooter's ready. Stand by. This is Matt Gunlock from the 3G IQ Podcast. I'm joined here today with Kevin Kalenda from Phoenix Trinity Firearms. Kevin? Hey, good morning. How are you doing? Not bad. Uh, so let's get this started. Uh, so you were at Athlon Optics um, and yep. you had an opportunity come up and uh, you got hired as uh, from Phoenix Trinity. So what's uh what caused the shift and change so one when i got into the industry i said the only way i would ever move is if i could get into the firearm a firearm side of it obviously i was doing optics before so still very involved with firearms um at the end of the day but to be able to um move firearms um get new people turned on to guns that haven't made necessarily done it and uh have uh impact in the firearms market specifically that part of the the market the gun itself um i said i would do it and i shot a honcho thanks to dylan easley and all the other millions of people that well not millions but lots of other shooters own a honcho because of that guy and you know it, it is to me out of all the platforms before i even thought i never imagined ever that I would be working for, for them. Right. It's just weird how it all kind of worked out and I'll get into that. But I just like Athlon, I used Athlon's products before I got a job there. So, you know, people are usually biased for the company they work with, which makes sense. That's who feeds your family and all those Mm -hmm. kind of things. But I shot Athlon optics before um, I got hired there. So I knew I could get behind their product and sell it. Um, because I thought for what they offered, it was a great product. Uh, obviously, you know, you use it um, yourself to mm-hmm. compete with um, and hunt with. Um, but same same thing. I bought my honcho, I don't know, two and a half maybe years ago or put the order in at least whatever and shot it for two seasons, I think. And I just it, – it's the engineering and the effort – and the attention to detail that goes into those guns was just superior. And I've held other 2011s. There's lots of options out there, obviously, with the 2011 market. And you've got lots of people that will build them for you. Very small um, gun shops or gunsmiths. And some people prefer that route. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I can tell you that Phoenix Trinity has done an amazing job of investing into the design and the uh, equipment used to make sure you're getting the best flattest smoothest shooting 2011 or double stack platform out there um that, that's available so um it actually so how did i get the job uh it was it was a facetious joke um i was gonna order a morph because i need one mm-hmm. who doesn't right and and i said hey obviously i see you're growing you know if you ever need a sales manager someday um let me know. Ha ha. And then I literally got an email back, um, maybe 30 minutes later said, uh, get yourself a plane ticket and come see us. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was a deal too. It was like, I was at first like, she's not even offering to pay my plane ticket. Screw these guys. Uh And then I was like, maybe this is a test and you don't get emails back from the company that you would want to work. It just doesn't happen like that usually. Right. Right. So I paid for my, I paid my $250 plane ticket to Tampa and spent a day and a half with them um, looking over the facility. Um, I'm telling you the, the, I can't, I can't give any secrets away because there are, you know, that's part of the reason that gun is what it is, is some things that Brian um, Williams figured out that I'm sure people are trying to figure out mm-hmm. and uh, that's okay. Um, they've invested very well in the, the equipment they use to build these uh, the parts and the uh, the overall gun itself, 
And there's a guy down there, a gunsmith, um, a couple of them that uh, take your gun from start to finish. You know, it's not, it's not assembly line done. It's the, you know, the parts are machined obviously. Um, and can, but that gun is hand fitted, put together, QC test fired, and then goes out to the, the end user. So um, anyway, you never know what happens with an email, I guess. Yeah. Um, no, the fit absolutely. was right. Brian, Brian and Tiffany are amazing people. Uh, I already feel like they're family. And uh, I think that's really important. in um, the job, especially in this industry, it's so small. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, as far as the people that make it all happen. So that's how I got the job. Um, and I am now, uh, you know, titles, you and I lived by titles, right? Yep. Uh, whether we wanted to have them or not, I'm the director of sales for the company. Uh, we plan on uh, growing that uh, sales force and uh, we'll see where that goes. No, that's awesome. So uh, they, so specifically they, they make, custom 2011s they're in the custom 2011 market Correct. Um, and so they've just started doing the 1776 and the morph model uh yep. newer um what are those specifically what who, who are they targeting with those so pistols obviously um for the people that are in our world the uspsa three gun um anything competition wise they probably know what the honcho is by now. And if they don't, they're, they're truly missing out on a, on a, what I would say is a superior fire on that platform. Um, if you look at um, another very popular double stack or single stack company out there that sells some pretty high end stuff, look closely at their stuff and you will see a, that, you know, maybe they were involved with those guys um, in making parts for them. So that's how it kind of started. They were making parts. And then the parts got really good. So then some shooters came to him and said, let's make a gun. So they are making parts for a pretty large company out there. Mm-hmm. And what ended up happening is they're like, well, we'd kind of like to have our own um, non-competition gun. Mm-hmm. So they were able to free up um, some room in production and the morph uh, was born. So the morph is going to be like a commander size carry gun, uh, double stack, uh, a nice 1911 2011 format so um the cool part is, is it's got the same technology and the same design and the same effort in it that the honcho does so it's got the linkless barrel system okay um, which what does that mean do you know do you know what that means yeah you have the link at the bottom of the uh barrel um I'm so, yeah. Assuming. yeah we you don't have, the... have that we have a, we have a breech block yeah. in there right yeah and... so most barrels have the link this does not have a link Correct. And what that means is, is you can have multiple calibers out of the same gun that you purchased. So they wanted to apply that same effort into this. And so it was born, right? So you can buy, you know, the nine millimeter version of the, the morph, um, either the 1776 or the switch, and you can shoot a 10 millimeter barrel in it, or you can shoot a 40 S and W you can get it threaded. You can get it in bull. Uh, you can get it, uh, there will be, um, in the works right now, we have a ported version of the nine mil, the, okay. uh, I believe we're going to do a ported, the 10 mil as a port version, pretty sure 90% sure. So if I'm wrong, don't get mad at me later. Um, but I, the reason I think they did wanted to make sure there was a comp on the 10 mil is obviously on that smaller frame, mm-hmm. you know, a 10 mil is thumping at yep. the end of the day. Um, so that relieves obviously some recoil issues that people would maybe not like out of a 10 mil, um, but gives you a 10 mil. So you get, what does that mean? Not getting ahead of myself. So you're, you're guy that wants a carry pistol, a high end precision carry pistol, but wants to take it on his hunting trip as his backup gun could now drop his nine mil barrel out and drop his 10 mil barrel in and protect himself against uh, a potential predator um, in the uh, hunting environment that they're in. So it gives you options at the end of the day. And really, we we are we are building a dealer network and dealers will have these sitting in gun shops. We'll have them sitting on their shelves. Uh, but one cool thing you could do is you could still go to that gun, whoever you're buying it from, and say, hey, I want to do custom this, custom that. If your wallet's big enough, they have the capability and they will make you what you want. So you, you always have options with us um, to do so. To break down the morph, um, it's uh, 17 plus one capacity. 
Yep. Um, they're, they're black nitrided. They weigh empty about 33 ounces. Um, overall lengths about seven and a half. Um, they're all going to come optics slide cut. So, you know, obviously optics is taking a huge jump, whether it's a carry gun, whether it's a competition gun, it doesn't matter anymore. Everybody's putting dots on it. Um, so we're coming for the attack ops. Be ready. <laughs> New divisions are being created so you won't get butt hurt, but um, exactly. Attack ops should never go away. Attack ops should never go away because there there would be too much too much bleeding um, from their feelings if it did. Uh, blah 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 blah. But the good part is, I, I think it is great that the, the industry, the competitive, the, the competitions are realizing that the dot is taken off and are making a place for it. Um, it is in competition. Um, no, that and that's good. And the thing is, I don't think tack ops should go away. I think it should something yeah, be. Something. I don't think so either. Um, I think a carry optics division you know you yep. want to have a different division carry optics is perfectly fine so dylan and i were talking about this gun a couple weeks ago he's helping uh obviously he shoots for trinity and i again i don't know how many honchos that guy has sold um he, and he will continue to sell more um because he performs with it and then he knows how to how to present it correctly and uh show off it's it's how good of a gun it is but um you know, he said before he, was, he wasn't really confident using a carry-style gun in a three-gun competition. After shooting the morph, he I think you'll probably see him. I don't know if it'll be at every match because he loves his honcho and I get why. But I think he will shoot at least a match, or I'm challenging him now on your podcast to shoot a match with the morph platform. Um, Did you hear so, that, Dylan? You've been challenged. Yeah. Yeah. Dylan, you've been officially challenged so the cool part about the morph is again it's, it's the same same idea it was born from the com competition gun and put in a commander style type of platform um same attention to detail um so the difference between the 70 76 and the morph um switch they're both the morphs one's the switch the other's the 1776 so dish aesthetics is really, I think, what it kind of comes down to. The grip module on the 1776 is obviously really cool. They did yeah. a neat job with attention to deal with the grip on that with the stars on it. And then on the back, it's got a really neat We the People um, piece that's in it. And then obviously on the slide, we did some, did some neat slide cuts with, with stars in it. So uh, for down in Texas, it's, it's a barbecue gun. It's something, it's a piece to show off. Mm -hmm. um, as well, too. It's it's practical. It can still be used to defend yourself. But it, it to me at the day, it's it's sexy. It's a piece of art that uh, is a tool as well. No, I saw that and I was like, that's beautiful. It, I it, want it, that. I mean, it, that's why I didn't need a morph. But I saw him. I was like, but I want one. Mm -hmm. um, so, and it, it, is your average consumer in our in the gun market going to go drop three plus grand on a carry gun? Nope. Probably not. It, they're, no. they're, they're probably not. But I, I look at it like this. Um, you know, you, you do get what you pay for. Yes. Um, and people people like, how they and they charge that much for a gun? Not just us, the other companies that build these two, you know, Staccato and Atlas and all these other, you know, guys that are building this platform. The amount of effort and time and attention to detail and the machining that goes into making these happen is why they cost that much. Mm -hmm. Um so you do 100% get what you pay for um, when it when it comes to these guns. Uh, and that's why I was comfortable with making the move because um, there's definitely a audience for these out there. Yep. Um, and they, they people just like cool shit. Yeah, I was about to say thing. People like cool shit. People like yep. nice things. Yep. Um, and the thing too about it is, is you, when you move the slide, if you feel the trigger and you feel that mag locking in on these guns, you will know the difference for sure. Especially if you've never owned, even if you've owned just a, a standard 1911, mm -hmm. um, you know, I have a Colt 1911, a competition kind of version of it and it's good. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but it is, there, it, this is all a very much a level, a level above that. Well, I mean. Uh, this is what I'll say. Like you buy a bi out of the box 1911, it's gonna feel like a you know a box gun, something that you yeah. that was mass produced. Um, 
you buy something that has been custom made, you are going to instantly tell the difference yep. in, in how the slide moves, how the trigger feels, how yep. accurate it is, um, because the, the gunsmiths take their time. And I mean, I'm not just talking about Phoenix Trinity. I'm talking about like whenever, you know, being on the shooting team with our gunsmiths there, the, the level of detail that those guys go into making a 1911 for bullseye, Bianchi, whatever discipline, or even whenever I had them work over my 2011, yeah. like you could tell the difference uh, of how it felt and how it shot. Yep. You know, uh, I think there's another uh, company out there that uses this. It's not, I, it may be trademarked. I don't know. Um, you know, one gun, one gunsmith. And mm -hmm. there's, there's just a certain level of, of pride. I can tell you from meeting the guys down there, um, it's not just a job for those guys. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they, they know that the, the end user is spending hard-earned money on, on something that people generally don't spend this kind of money on, right? At least on mm -hmm. the handgun side. It's kind of funny to me, right? People will go drop five grand. And on a, on a rifle, on an AR, you know, the many rifle options, or they'll spend $20,000 on a, a over and under shotgun. But mm -hmm. for whatever reason on the pistol side, they're like, you, you paid what for, for a handgun? Well, try mine. And then they're yep. like, Oh, I get it. Yep. Okay. Yep. Oh, it's, it's kind of like, you know, my pistol is the most expensive thing I have whenever it comes to three gun. Why? Because I want a good quality pistol that's going to run perfectly. Yeah, you know, and I've always, you know, people will ask, or, you know, we all talk shit, obviously, and, and three gun to each other. Oh, why is he, why is he, why did he buy a Dissonant or, or why did he buy a Honcho or why is he got a, you know, a $2,500 AR? ER? He's, he's a mid pack guy. Okay, you're right. I am a mid pack guy. And I'm, 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 I wouldn't say I'm comfortable with being a mid pack guy, but I know my role for right now. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm okay with that, but I don't want my gear going down on the clock, whether I'm finishing in the last place and you sure the hell ain't finishing the first place. If you got gear going down on the clock, mm -hmm. um, it will wreck a shooting day for, for a, a competitor. Uh, uh, you know, um, me and a friend, Noah, we talk about this all the time. And there was a point period of time where I was just having all sorts of gun issues and it, it ruined matches. You know, right. it is something that you just like when you put take the time and put the time and the work in to perform at your best. And then when you're at that event, something goes down. Yep. That you were just enraged. Like yep. there's no other way to describe it. You just you're pissed off at the world and, and you have nobody to be pissed off at besides yourself um, because it's your gear. Um, yep. So uh, there's enough. There's enough going on in a match, especially three gun where there's so many moving pieces um, that that last thing you need to worry about is, is your tools. Your tools should be ready to go and, yep. and work while you're on the clock for you. Yep. So uh, let's talk conchos. Um, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, for the describe what the honcho is for those who don't know. The honcho is the most badass double stack and why I, I will i will tell you after we get out the podcast why i have to be careful about the the, the 2011 phrase mm -hmm. um, but same same idea right we were kind of talking about the morph you know the, let's talk about how the honcho was born i guess is probably or phoenix trinity was born right yeah uh, so um tiffany and brian are manufacturers um by trade they okay. started uh, built their own business um, and manufacturing in Ohio in the um, air, uh, aeronautical and medical parts. So very precision pieces that need to be made because we both know, obviously, some spending time on some aircraft in our, our careers in the Marine Corps, uh, <laughs> there's no margin for error. And if there is, it, uh, it doesn't always turn out so good, right? Hey, you know, if there's if a CH-46 has a hydraulic fluid leaking, you know, it's good. That's right. So um, that's where they got. That's what the, the precision that you see in the honcho and that you'll see in the morph comes from. Uh, Brian, and they don't like to brag on themselves um, because it's just not in their nature. Um, I'm trying to get them to come around a little bit and be like, it's OK to be proud of how awesome you guys are and what you brought 
to the open gun market and the, the three gun market as far as a superior platform. Um, so you take, so what I, I think kind of the story was basically one of their buddies came in and said, Hey, can you build me this part? And, you know, Brian's a really nice dude. He built them apart and he's like, damn, this is a good part. Hey, can you build me a whole fucking gun? I don't know if I really want to get into guns. Ah, fuck it. So then they built a gun and the guy's like, this is awesome. And now the, then you, then you have the honcho, right? Mm-hmm. So for a competitor that can make it work for their budget, I don't see why you would shoot anybody else's. And that's not because that is, I would have said that before getting hired. It gives you the ultimate options um, with, with things. You've got it where you can run slide ride. You can run a frame mounted optic. You can run it for tack ops. You can run different calibers. You can run different, you know, you can run minor pack, minor power factor um, comp barrel. You can run a major uh, comp barrel. You can shoot 40, you can shoot 38 super. And you've got one system to do that a lot of. It takes minutes to swap out a barrel. So and uh, you're on. you have what two different options of the honcho, right? You have the race ready and then you have the three gun ready, right? So and that's something that's probably you'll see changing sooner rather than later is kind of now that now that we're doing things differently and we're branching out of this whole retail world and and people that have never heard of us before. Because when I've gone to these gun shops and I started talking to them, they're like the morph. Heck yeah. But tell me about this honcho. Um, and I've sold two of the dealers I've already that have already joined on with us um, are ordering honchos to have in their shop as well, too. Mm-hmm. So, oh, shit. What were we talking about? Uh, the the difference between the, the race ready and, okay, yeah, yeah. and so the three gun. What happened, the reason there's the race shop is not everybody wants the, the, the three gun model. They might want whatever configuration. And you and I both know open shooters are freaking a special breed, right? Yes, you are. So, uh, hey, man, those are my people. (laughs) Um, The the race shop gives the shooter an option. If they want a package deal and they don't want to think about it, they can buy the three-gun model. Okay. And it it, it lists out everything that is included that. We build it, and it's, it's out. But if you want to have it this anodized color and you want to have you want to switch out how you're going to do the barrels, uh, but like a regular three gun shooter that just wants to run a honcho that say just shoots tech ops, you don't necessarily need a comp barrel. You don't maybe necessarily need a nine major barrel. So you don't need to spend that money that you can be spending on the two most important things in the shooting sport, which is practice and ammo. Mm-hmm. So that gives you that opportunity, right? So that's the deal. So if, if you don't want that three gun model configuration, you can go into the race shop and you can build it out however you want. Okay. Uh, which is good and bad because they could get pretty, pretty fun. And then you're like, oh, I want to, I want the titanium grip now. Well, you just upped your price by 950 bucks. Hmm. Um, so the, that's the way it does it. The, the, the three gun model is a standard. And then you can go into the race shop and you can build it if you want to customize it out. Um, different barrels, uh, different colors, uh, the, the grip module. Do you want the slide rack or do you not want the slide racker? You know, those, those kind of things. So that is one very cool part about the company, but it's also tough because people get so picky that that's why you're waiting on your gun for a while is because you did a bunch of different options or you changed your mind halfway through the build, um, which is fine. We'll work with you, but just, you know, always give patience to that process. I think that's one of the hardest things in this platform um, is people don't understand why they have to wait. Yeah, you do. Guns, it's, it's, when you when you are a manufacturer, things take time, especially yep. whenever you're dealing with such a precision instrument. Right. Um, yep. It's, and the guns have to go out and get coated. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's all kinds of little things that behind the scenes that we're. I think we're going to actually start peeling back that onion um, on uh, between Facebook and YouTube and all that stuff, letting people understand why uh, it, it it takes the time that it does. Um, to get this accomplished in that way and think about it, people is too is people like why can't i get my we want to get you your guns too that's payday mm-hmm. you know that keeps the lights on at the shop it keeps the employees happy and uh it keeps brian and tiffany's company grow we don't want guns sitting around uh, we want them in your hands so the next guy at the competition sees you shooting it and go damn i need i need one of those too so um 
I, I, I yeah. Anyway, that's my that's my soapbox about lead times, um, and the amount of butt hurt that takes place from lead times. We want oh. you to have the gun. We want you to shoot it. Just don't rush us because you you know you 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 can't rush something that's built like this. It's not a good idea. Well, I go buy go buy a Glock. I guess a good frame of reference is like all right, um, you know, Infinity Firearms, for instance. Um, when you order from them you're waiting at least a year, you know, you're putting your deposit down, you're waiting a year, you know, you're getting a high end instrument. Phoenix Trinity is the same way. When you, when you decide that you want to get a Phoenix Trinity pistol, you are getting a high quality piece of gear that is going to last you for the rest of your shooting career. Yeah, correct. Yep. One hundred percent. That's a great way to look at it. It's same. I I used to do competition barbecues, so you know it's the same kind of idea. I could cook a pork butt in in a couple hours in an oven. It's gonna mm-hmm. it's gonna taste like shit. Give me thirteen hours of smoker, and it'll be the most tastiest thing you've ever put in your mouth. Yeah, you know. So um, so yeah, we are not gonna. We will. And that is something that will not change. We will not rush or change production value to get guns out faster. Cause it, at the end of the day, that will cause way more problems. And we have a, we have a warranty on it. That's lifetime. Um, it does not cover stupidity. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there, if there is an issue of something that, that took place in the process, we will gladly fix it for you. Um, you can even mail your, in your honcho once a year and we'll go back through it for you, clean it all up and, and send it back to you and make sure it's ready for the next season. So, you know, I've been doing a lot of studying, you know, I, I'm going back, getting my degree. And, you know, there's three recurring things like in the business degree that, uh, you know, everything kind of leads back to cost, quality or risk and uh, time. Those are like that's the pyramid right there. If you take quality away, what's going to be sacrificed? You may you, you, you may be paying a little bit less. You take you add more time. That's going to increase cost. You know, and by time, by adding time, it's the different little processes you want added on, like the anodization or something yep. a very specific way. Or so you don't it, have special PED coating or, or, yep. or whatever. It's a balance. And, uh, you know, uh, it's that balance to get something that you are going to be absolutely proud of showing off whenever you go to a competition or when you're on the range with your friends. Mm-hmm. So everything, good things do take time. Yep, absolutely, for sure. So, uh, where is Phoenix Trinity looking to grow? You talked about that you're 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 ramping it up. You're trying to build it. Um, you know, yep. Uh, trying to go beyond competition market, all that kind of stuff. Yep. So, um, I I think obviously if you look out there at um, look at Cabot, look at Nighthawk, uh, look at Staccato. Um, you know, I'm naming obviously who now is our, our competition, mm-hmm. um, on, on the things, but that's good because I think, I think you need that. I think competition breeds success, right? At the end of the day, it makes you work harder, um, than, than the next guy. So you can beat your competition. Um, I mean, we want to go out and we want to, we want to crush it. So, um, th- we're starting with the morph series and what that ability gives us is for me to go into a regular retail gun store. Um, and offer something that a consumer can can see themselves owning and and be proud to have in their gun safe and obviously uh, know that it's going to be reliable when it's on their hip to uh, at the end of the day potentially save their life or the life of others mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day don't get me wrong these things are beautiful uh, they shoot flat they shoot they shoot accurately but at the end of the day it is a tool if you are carrying this, to save yourself or, or the lives of other people around you. So we're, we're going to, this is, this is just the, this is just the beginning as far as what we're going to offer. The lines will grow. I can tell you that we are working on an opportunity for, uh, we haven't decided on the name. Uh, the name that's being kicked around is, is the range, the, the Phoenix Trinity range model. Um, I don't know if we're going to stick with that or not. But what this will hopefully do is it will give an opportunity at a price point, more people that uh, can afford, but still have a really well-built gun at the end of the day. Um, So what we are 
to, to sum up your question, we want you to walk into gun stores and we want to be sitting on the shelves. We want to be on the wall that you can rent at the range. Um, we, I think, will go the direction where uh, law enforcement guys will want the reliability and the precision of our handgun and in their holster. Maybe not your your everyday patrolman. It's probably yeah. overkill, honestly, for that. More but your, your like, special guys, yep, um, SWAT. you know, your yep, your SWAT guys, your your reaction guys, um, for sure, um, because they it's a whole different level. Um, there's nothing wrong with patrol guys. They're, they're great, but they have a way different, way different mission than, than SWAT guys do. And these pistols, man, um, you know, I shot, I, when I was waiting for my, my hot show to get built, um, I sold my other 2011 that I had because I needed the money. And then I'm like, well, shit, now I don't have a gun. So what I could afford was is I bought the Walter PPQ uh, steel frame gun because it was kind of the closest idea and it was an affordable price point. Um, and I knew I could resell it once I got my honcho and it worked. And for, for what it was, it was a good gun, but doesn't even come close right. to what you're getting. Uh, I went down uh, with Matt Fox. And did a demo for him. He's actually uh, one of our going to be a uh, a dealer for Phoenix Trinity out of his gun store. Um, but he was comparing some stuff to ours, and he he has some great guns. But we did some slow mo, and you could just see a difference in the way that gun resettles after recoil back on target. You and that's what it's really. That's why Jerry shoots so fast. It's not his finger. It's the fact that the guy gets on target so quickly and puts the next down net round down range. Um, and for your guy that doesn't have the amount of time to put in that that guy does, the, the honcho or the morph is a really, really good solution to that um, situation. So Nice. So uh, Phoenix Trinity uh, kind of, you know, I don't want to say they got their roots in USPSA, but there's definitely more people shooting uh, Phoenix oh, yeah. Trinities in USPSA than what there yeah. is in three gun. Yep. Um, as far as their shooting team goes, uh, who's currently representing? Uh, so I think officially, I think Dylan may be the, the actual only three gun um, shooter. I think he was also obviously the first um, three gun shooter to be sponsored um, by PT. And uh, I obviously think it worked very well for PT to pick him up because now you start, you're seeing a lot more honchos floating around in the three gun world than you ever were before. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, it's a very tight circle that we all run in. So we talk and they see it perform and well, shit, I need one of those too. Um, but we uh, are going to be growing our three gun team Um I think over the next couple of years for sure. And adding new members uh, to include somebody, I think I'm doing a podcast with today. Yep. Uh, and that grin on his face. I think he's pretty, <laughs> pretty happy about that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll kind of describe it. So um, as you know, uh, I've kind of been doing this internship with the FBI. I happened to bring my computer yep. into work. I was trying to get some homework and stuff done uh, during my lunch break. Uh, we called each other um, or you called me and you're like, Hey, congratulations, buddy. You're on the team. I was like, wait, what? Oh shit. And you know, it kind of came as a surprise. I was like, all right, this is, this is cool. This is real. Yeah. So no, thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, no. I mean, I think obviously, you know, it's a, uh, I think, and I think the reason I think it's important to grow on the three gun side of the house is just because three gun got uh, there's nothing wrong with all the other disciplines right but i think the neat part about three gun is because you're dealing with you're dealing with so much more um on the clock than than the other sports and i think it develops a better shooter at the end of the day um you you, you look at things differently even like when i went and shot a gas gun match or it was just me and the rifle people and I, I did actually did pretty decent at it um i need to go shoot some more gas gun matches i really enjoyed it and i shot it with my three gun ar with my chronos one to six on it 
and wrong choice for optic because you need i needed some more magnification but -hmm. people were watching me cruise through a couple stages i'm like why did you hammer it so hard i'm like what else are you supposed to do so you know that's that's why i like the sport and that's why i like this platform it goes fast like you need to go fast in this sport um you know you're right josh fralick says it all you're racing with guns so mm-hmm. I, I may not finish in first but i don't want the slow i want the fastest car on the track regardless i want the option to be the fastest and win and and at some point tra- training and ammunition are the two most important aspects yeah but at some point your equipment is is, is right there Mm-hmm. So um, I think I think that's important. So back to the, the team. So I think you are going to see more members in the three gun um, uh, community being added to um, this. Don't call me. Don't email me. We'll find you. Um, you know, it was it, it's crazy how it works. Uh, you know, your your buddy put up a post from Red Stitch about people calling in for discounts. Yeah. Uh, and I may piss some people off by saying this. Don't do that. It's, 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 I know everybody wants to save money at the end of the day. I get that, but there's a reason these things cost what they do. Um, the, the, the margins aren't as big as people probably are assuming at the end of the day. Um, and if you want to, you want a, a inferior product, go buy cheap Chinese made shit. Yeah. You know, you, you it, it's, it's, it's crazy to me. Like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not going to give you a discount. And we are vi- PT super picky about who we sponsor. And mm-hmm. the part of it is too is at the end of the day, say you buy the 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 the, the, the three gun setup, it's like seven grand. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's the, you. That's a you got to That's an investment into somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of trust. So. Um, I think you will see growth. Uh, oh, how do I leave him out? Even though he joined the freaking army, that's okay though. Um, we all make our choices. Uh, John Whitell will be, um, he, I, he can't officially obviously be on the team anymore. You understand how all that works. Um, now that he is a part of the AMU. Um, but I think you will see, uh, I think you will see the Phoenix Trinities in his hands at matches still. Which is which is great exposure for the company and it shows that it, it competed at a very high level. Absolutely. Um, so, and I think I think with John, um, you know, I think people are going to see what he's running, and he, that will create more buzz about the about the platform. And then here's what I hope they see. So if you buy the haunch, you're like, well, damn, the haunch is awesome. Um, I need, I got to get one of their morphs. I mean, that's what my mindset was. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why I sent the email. It's like, well, I know how awesome my honcho was, so I can't even imagine they put the same effort into the carry series. Let's, I gotta have one. Um, and I think the same thing will happen. People will buy the morph that know nothing about competing, that know nothing about a honcho, but they're gonna get on the website hopefully, or at some point get on our face, whatever, whatever platform they get on, and go, oh, dude, they make badass competition guns too, huh? Or that, and I guarantee some people will do this. They're gonna buy the morph. They're gonna find out about the haunch. I'm like, I just need to have it. it. Needs to be in my gun safe. And they may mm-hmm. never even compete with it. And we're yep. okay with that. Yeah. So. So yeah, uh, we are we are looking for more three gun people. Um, just just don't call me begging for a sponsorship. It's it's sad. Yeah. Um let your character speak for itself yep i mean that's the whole thing with you i, I didn't even i didn't even I didn't, I didn't even talk to you you know i i you know and i you're on your own podcast right now but you know that's why you were in which i was asked hey let's find some three gun guys to add to the team you know you were you were my top list because that's right let your character speak for itself you would have never asked me for a sponsorship ever Mm-mm. nope um you know, uh, the, the rifle that I'm going to be running this year, uh, shameless plug. Cause I think they're a great company. Um, and he, this guy's invested a lot of time, effort, and a significant amount of his hard earned money and to do something different with the air power and 5150 rifles. They've, he's building me a, a competition level rifle and a competition level PCC. I, I never, I, all I did was wanted, I've started doing stuff for him to try and get it out there. I told people about him. He was a dealer for athletes. 
triathlon. He's like, Hey man, I want to build you a couple of guns. And I was like, huh? And I still think it's weird that they're going to do that for me. And I know it's a, a hand in hand thing. I'm helping promote them. Hopefully it generates sales, but at the end of the day, it's still a very humbling experience. Um, to have someone call you up, be like, hey, we want to, we want to send you $5,000 for the guns. You want to do what? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think more and more companies are learning. Sorry, you top 10 guys that they're looking more at sponsoring your mid pack guys. Um, as in addition to your, your winners mm-hmm. at matches, because those are the guys that have the other guys that go, Hey, what are you using? Well, this is what I'm using. And that's, that's how it kind of snowballs from there. Yeah. Uh, so apart from all that, um, what matches do you plan on being at this year? So uh, more matches than last year. Okay. Is, is the hope. Um, and the, the industry was just crazy last year as part of it. Um, mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I have a job to do. And, and as crazy as it sounds, shooting secondary. Yep. Um, but because now I'm on a weapons platform side, I will have more time at the range. It's obviously extremely important to have the gun out there, get rounds going down range out of the gun, checking it, testing it, and, and, and all those kind of things. So uh, more matches this year. If I can find some shotgun ammo, um, I'll pay for it. Just, just tell me where I can find some double A's that are 1,250 feet per second, please. Um, I keep my eyes out. Dude, man, that I never in a million years would I imagine finding birdshot was going to be a freaking problem. Yeah, I got plenty of the other stuff. I was able to f- kind of piece that all together. Sure, you can't. You when did you ever think you couldn't go to Walmart and buy a box of shotgun shells? Never. So that's it. Still sucks. Um, but anyway, I um. So Texas three gun is my first major of the year. Um, to me, that's a not mismatch. And I looked on practice score today, and it is. Weight listed and it, every squad is full. Oh, I think even even the reserve spots that they keep for sponsors and little different things, uh, sponsor shooters and little different things. Um, it is it's maxed out. So uh, I think Aaron and um, puts on a phenomenal match. If you've not been to Reveille Peak to shoot or even ride a mountain bike out there, you are missing out on a beautiful piece of uh, the United States. Uh, I don't want to give Texas too much credit because the Texans are annoying uh, about what's their state. What's the difference between Texas barbecue and Kansas City barbecue? Well, um, one tastes like shit and one is really tasty. Mm-hmm. And I'll let you figure that out because I'm not from Texas. <laughs> and there will now be shit talked forever more added on to the shit that's already talked about uh, uh, how shitty Texas barbecue is um so texas three gun again uh, to me that that will as long as i works for scheduling uh that is now a not mismatch from me for me uh zombies in the heartland that's another one that is a not mismatch it's a base style heavily prop but it is fun it is fast and hornaday does a great job of running that um deal uh for all the people that you know the prize table is important they do order finish for the top 20 percent and because of who they are and how much they've invested in the industry, that is one hell of a price table. And even mm-hmm. the random after the 20% have walked, uh, you're, you won't be disappointed. Um, they run a very efficient match too, which I like about those guys. Um, so I will be at Grand Island for that. Uh, Missouri Three Gun State Championship um, at the Lead Farm. Uh, right before I departed Athlon 2, uh, I was approached by them. Um, we are... Athlon is going to be the title sponsor for those guys this year. Nice. Which I think is very cool and shows some growth in that. Um, Wisconsin three gun. Um, Up there in Vortex country. Um, You know, I get along with those guys. Great. And uh, they were happy to have another thing, you know, Athlon is sponsoring that again. So, I mean, all optics lies matter. And I think, you know, what I learned from that is even in the 2011 platform, there's room for everybody. Mm-hmm. Just be a good human um, and let your product speak for itself as I think how it kind of works out. Uh, what majors am I missing? I think those are the majors I'm doing. Oh, I'll do DC Project, um, which I think is I heard is a pretty fun match. Oh, and for sure. And if you're not there, Chad Francis and I will come find you. Uh, Gen 3 Gun. Yep. I was just down there this weekend shooting a local match. Um, 
and their local matches are awesome because of the 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 amount of options Chad has at his range. If you've not been down to Gadsden shooting in Iberia to shoot a match um, in Iberia, Missouri, you are you are missing out. Uh, Chad has done a phenomenal job with that range. He's invested a lot of money. Um, that's why he drives a Range Rover. Um, mm-hmm. Some of you will get that joke. Um, there's a shotgun, all shotgun match that he puts on once a year too. Um, for if you can find ammo, which I think it's getting a little better on shotgun, um, go down and shoot that match. It's fun um, match. But yes, Gen Three Gun is the other one. Uh, if I can make it work, uh, I was supposed to make it work last year and I failed miserably. I want to be at Memorial. Um, obviously, you know, for you and I personally, that's a big deal. Yep. Um, but I heard on top of that side of it, the personal dedication they give to um, paying uh, the proper respects to men and women that have laid it all down for us so we can go shoot our sport. Um, I, they put on a phenomenal match um, out there at the Griffin Group uh, deal. So those are the majors. And then I always try and make it to my local club match if I, if the schedule is open for that. I think that's important. Um I think that's it for now. I will hopefully will add a couple more. Honestly, I'm going to be very busy uh, with the, the new job. So, uh, but I will be getting to do a lot more, obviously, pistol shooting than I was before during demos and, and various events um, that are out there. So, yeah, if I'm at a match, I will have the morphs with me. I will have my haunch with me. Come find me. Uh, and I will, if, if time permits and there's a demo area that we can go play with, that's fine. Or if you just want to see, see, feel, and touch the, the guns, I will have those with me, uh, wherever I go throughout the season. So come say hi. Um, and I would be happy to let you, um, the, the first hits for free though. So the second time you got to buy one. Mm-hmm. Now, awesome. But yeah, that's Do the you- plan for comp- competitions. Now, do you plan on getting into any other type of discipline? Oh, I need to. I really do. I know. Probably not this year just because of the the, the nuances of starting the, the dealer program from, you know, basically kind of a scratch level um, with Phoenix um, and things like that. But I really – I have got a little taste of PRS, and I like it. So, uh, you've what got, about- I'm a gas gun guy for my time in the Marine Corps to co- competition. I don't, I don't own a bolt gun. I need to own a bolt gun. Um, so yes, I would like to get into PRS. What about, uh, tactical games like you and I were talking about? Listen, I think I made a promise to you and yes, I would like to do tactical games. So I think what we're doing, what, uh, one in I- Ohio, Iowa, where, Ohio. Ohio. I, so I, that is probably the biggest thing that I miss about the Marine Corps is the physicality side to training and working with firearms. Um, and you get you get a taste of that in three gun. Um, but it's not even close, in my opinion, to what I've seen from the tactical games. And, you know, you, you see, uh, obviously, Daniel Jurassic and Garrett Grover. Or, you know, or two shooters that I know that participated, you participated in some tactical games. Uh, it's just, it's, it's a sense of accomplishment to be able to, to kick ass at something physically, then put rounds down range and, and successfully neutralize a, uh, a target. So, uh, and I want to get more physically fit. Uh, you know, obviously I'm not a big guy, but that doesn't mean you can't be physically fit and strong for, for the gear. This is Dylan's going to run with this for the genetics that you were given. Yep. Uh, so yes, tactical games. I, I think tactical games is obviously growing. I think one of the biggest reasons tactical games is growing is it's fucking organized. Yep. So yep. Uh, and yeah, and, and a lot of people like a lot of people that do the tactical games. I think they want to do something that's similar to the CrossFit games, but they also want to combine their other passion, which is shooting. Yes. Yep. Uh, oh, uh, who? Uh, Bill Cochran. There's another mm-hmm. guy that is huge tactical games guy. And you look at before and after pictures of Bill of where he was physically, I think it was 10 or 11 probably years ago. And to where he is now, Jesus, stop taking those pictures, Bill. It's embarrassing for all the rest of us. <laughs> uh, and it's a turn on for Dylan and it gets weird, but you're riding in a car for hours. And I, I don't know, but 
No, I am very interested in the style games. As a matter of fact, I think you need to send me some workouts uh, uh, so I can figure out the hell I need to start training for. Um, okay. Yeah, that's easy enough. Hopefully it'll thaw out here. God, it's 25 degrees and there's ice on the ground today. It's uh, like 70 degrees here right now. And uh, Why do you have no power, though? Uh, I don't – wind. So if anybody – We're, we're getting – the two people that might listen to this, Matt is dedicated. He's doing this from a Wi-Fi hotspot hot of his phone and generator power, correct? No generator, just – No generator. Nope, just using the battery on the computer and oh, the hotspot. Oh, well, there you go. So there um, you go. We, have like fi- we have like up to 50 miles uh, per hour gust of wind going on outside okay. right now. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. It'll come back on today. Well, good. Yeah, we had a, like a freak ice storm roll through here yesterday. I was planning on shooting a little local USPSA match, but uh, for me, part of this sport is is to have fun, and shooting guns when it's freezing cold is not super no. fun unless it's a necessity. So mm-hmm. hopefully, it'll warm up. I'd like to I'd like to get out this week and go put in some more pistol work. That's probably my best uh, breaking out the box, shooting my first local match this weekend or this past weekend was my pistol work. Uh, and I'm not going to lie, the honcho, you apply good fundamentals with the honcho, it does the rest of the work for you. You still have to provide good marksmanship skills. Don't, yep. don't get me wrong. But, man, it, 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 it puts in work for you. And I was like, man, I've missed shooting. It was great to get the shotgun out, got the dissonant out, um, and then I got my AR out, and it was nice to put some rounds down range. Nice. Well, I think that kind of covers it all. I appreciate you coming on here. Yeah, absolutely, buddy. Uh, I'm looking forward to having you as part of the, the Phoenix Trinity team um, and seeing big things coming from you uh, after after the Marine Corps. And, uh, yeah, dude, I'm super stoked to be be working for these guys, and I think you're going to see a lot of good things. And if, seriously, if I'm at a match um, or whatever, PM me, inbox me, whatever it is, uh, I would love to get the guns in your hands. And let you try them and 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 make sure people are are getting to to have some fun with them. So, no, I appreciate it. I'll All talk right, to you later. Yeah. All right, we'll see you, Matt. Thanks for the opportunity again. Yep. Awesome. See you All later. Right.